tuning in to another episode of my Not So Balanced Life podcast. I'm Allie. And I'm Natalie. And it definitely shouldn't have taken us this long to record the intro. So grab a snack and let's chat. I have no words right now. (laughs) Hi, guys. Welcome to another episode of your potentially favorite, most favorite podcast, My Not-So-Balanced Life. Woo! (coughs) Oh, my God. I just choked on my spit. (laughs) (laughs) Which makes a lot of sense because Allie was sticking her tongue out at me and just making weird faces. faces. (laughs) Which is totally normal at the same time. Yeah. Um, anyway, guys, welcome. Thanks for tuning in. Um, we're halfway through the year. Natalie. Crazy. Sorry, Jason just texted me and he sent me. Put your phone away. No, okay. This yeah, is my I, phone now too. So I don't no, know. but like I typically do, but he just literally texted me like five seconds ago saying, I'm going to buy this. And then sent me a screenshot of a Melissa and Doug chef puppet with detachable wooden rod. Look how hilarious this is. I don't even know who that is or what that is. I don't either. He said he's going to buy it and then immediately followed it up with changed my mind. Oh my God. Hi, Jason. That was a quick-lived Thank God you didn't hear that. (laughs) Um... Okay, let's jump into the quibble corner. Um, I have two. One from Annette, and she it was on what I said about how I had I was itching all night or something, or I needed to itch my leg, but she's like, it's scratch. So whoops. Uh, <laughs> Annette, minor, I love you. Minor, minor. That's, like, that's so low-key petty a correction, but I just really loved it. No, she's she's great. I honestly didn't even remember. She's like, it's itched or it's scratched, not itch. And I was like, what are you talking about? And she's like, when you, your eczema, I was like, oh. Um, and then the second quibble I have is from um, Liz. Oh. Her sister-in-law. Hi, Liz. And she, oh, I have to pull it up because now I forgot what it was. Um, it was about Santa Clarita diet and how it's not canceled. Oh, um, but I guess only two seasons or something are on Netflix, and I guess it's canceled after the third. I don't know. I haven't really clicked on it. I finished whatever's on Netflix, and then I guess it has one more season to air, and then it's canceled. And then she said, only the iPhone 10 has the ability to play music with the lyrics on Instagram. So oh. that means you need to get an iPhone 10. She needs to get a new phone regardless no here hold on i'm gonna quibble that quibble because first of all i was able to drop the little meme gif thing in a few stories and then it went away so i'm calling bolt she needs a new phone apple is like slowly taking eventually they're gonna take the ability to like turn the phone on away from you and it's just gonna be a piece of metal in your hand Well, I want to put it out into the stratosphere, speaking of Apple, because I've been really going back and forth because you guys know that wedding planning. If you get an Android phone, I will never speak to you again. Oh, no, 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 no. Not related. Okay. I I made, I converted. Like You may continue with your statement. (laughs) No, when I went from, because I did have an Android. I did. I remember. Yeah, that was a good couple years that I had one. Dark times. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It actually lasts. You just have to have an app for everything. Like, yeah. I have a friend who has an Android and she has to have an app to time lapse. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. No, once I made that conversion, I probably won't ever go back to it. I really do like having it. It's not like a, like a, I don't know, like a bougie thing for me. And I'm like, oh, I'm an Apple user. No, like, I actually just really enjoy Apple. I, although I have to say, I, did convert back from being a MacBook user to just being a regular PC user. Now that I will admit that I made that conversion back because I do like having the traditional PC windows as my uh, laptop function, even though I had a MacBook all in college. 
Um, but the iPhone, I'm, I'm sticking with the iPhone. So to quibble the quibble and to put it out into the stratosphere, I have been considering buying an Apple Watch and I really want to hear back from everybody, not Allie, because I've heard Allie's opinion multiple times on this, what your thoughts are on the Apple Watch. And let me be specific in what my needs are. I really just need something to count my calories. I don't really need anything super fancy. Like I'm, I'm very simple. Just something that tells me how many calories I burn when I worked out is primarily what I'm interested in. So any feedback on wearables, DM us. I want to hear the 411 on what you guys think. And that's it. Okay. She just needs an Apple Watch. Just like Angel, if you're listening to this, you need an iPhone and an Apple Watch. But you need the iPhone first and the Apple Watch second. Yeah, Angel, I mean, we haven't met, but um, I feel like we would be really cool with each other and be friends. Um, but yeah, once you convert to the iPhone game, like, it's really hard to go back, truthfully. Amen, so yeah, sister. Let me know your thoughts. I'd love to hear on that because that's obviously a big purchase and I want to be an informed consumer. So good feedback is always welcome. Um, I have one quibble. Well, it's not really a quibble. It's more of a confirmation that in case anyone was wondering, Brandon did rage while listening to last week's episode of our podcast about the tumblers mentioned, um, and washing them and maintenance of them. Um, and there was something else that he was raging at too from last week's episode. <sighs> I can't remember, but definitely the tumblers. He was like screaming at work. Yeah, as wow. predicted. So there you go. There you have it. I know Just my man. Know. I know my man. And that's all the quibbles. Unless you guys uh, have quibbles as usual, you can submit them to us. Allie, any others? I can't think of anything else. I'm trying to think, but I can't. Oh my, God. oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. You literally look so confused right there. <laughs> like the amount of confusion that just came across your face. Ugh. So what just happened is I am trying to like fix a thing on Instagram for our podcast. And then it said, Mrs. Some, I'm not going to say the last name, Mrs. Whoever liked the picture. And I thought it was my third grade teacher for a second. And I was like, what is happening right now? And then I reread the name and it wasn't her, but it's very close. Um, okay. So Quibble Corner is done, is out of the way. Thanks for playing. Um, but today we have a really good episode um, to be discussed. And it, I don't really know how else to say this or like how to put it. It's like the not today mindset. And it's kind of like, refocusing, finding purpose, um, kind of pulling yourself out of the gutter uh, type of mindset and type of episode that we're going to talk about today. <laughs> and if anyone doesn't understand the not today reference, like you really got to catch up with Game of Thrones. Oh, that wasn't what I meant. I just meant like, because you're putting it off as in like, I'm not going to do this today. Oh. But I did. I think I think I got the idea from a Game of Thrones meme. I just took it like another like I took it another way. It was the um oh my god, what was the red witch's name? Does she have I think that was literally wasn't it like Malice Mal Malisandre? No, not, not Mal <laughs> Malisandre. No, that was <laughs> No, just call it the Red Witch. Well, Whatever. She, it was like a meme and it's that moment when Arya says not today, but it was like when Windows tries to update or whatever. And then it was like, not today. Okay. Pause. <laughs> quibble to that. That is 300% an accurate statement. When That's not a quibble then. <laughs> oh my God. Pause. Agreement with, okay. Quibble to back let me retroactively quibble the quibble okay i'm in agreement with you on that because when the little update spiral of death happens like with your pc is you're you're down for the count you're, you're Alice, down. Alice literally fish faces at me 
Sorry, my you know when like okay, you know when you have like a tight jaw and like I don't know if you've ever done this before, but whenever I used to go up before like public speaking in class, I feel like I had to like stretch my mouth. No, I always hide. <laughs> oh my god, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> I don't know like what ended up happening to me, but when it came down Let's not go back there. What? Go. Um, go, go, go. You threw me. In high school, I had like some terrible public speaking anxiety, like to the point where at, every time I would go up to do a speech in class, I would more or less end up crying. Like I'm not like I'm not getting you. And then grad school came around and I was like, I will be damned if this gets in the way of me finishing this program and me moving up in my career because our grad program had presentations in every single class. Oh my God. Dr. Rotarius. I'll never forget it. Oh, you know who I was, you know who who I was just thinking about the other day and I had the best laugh thinking about him, Roman. Oh my gosh, Roman. Oh, Roman. No, I was talking to, so funny. I was talking to another girl that I work with and I was telling her because she's in the grad program right now. And I was telling her about how we had to present in Rotarius's class. Like Roman, like tripped right before. <laughs> it was a mess. It was a mess. Doctor Rotarius, that class. I mean, whatever. We're gonna brief- briefly cover this. Rotarius was finance. It did a year of finance, three semesters. It was just a year of treachery. Yes. And I just wanted to be known that any of the kids going through the program right now. Y'all have it made because the fact that you don't have to potentially take Rotarius because he's boycotting the university right now. Because he doesn't want to go downtown. And like, honestly, I don't blame him. Yeah. Like understandable, but still just know you dodged a bullet on that one. Like this professor would literally change your PowerPoints. He'd be like group A and group B switch PowerPoints and (laughs) each other stuff. And you're like, uh, what? (laughs) Like, we were already jacked up. Like we were And then like, he would ask you questions, remember? And then if you got it wrong, he would take points away from you. And I'm like, I'm stupid. Don't ask me anything. Like, we literally barely even knew our presentations. <laughs> I'm like, you see that equation? I copy and pasted that from the interweb. Like, don't ask me what it means. <laughs> we made it through. We, we, oh found, we found our purpose. Wedding. <laughs> All right, let's focus. All right, to the topic of not today. Mindset. Not today. Um, I'll start. Okay. Natalie doesn't care because she's not even listening to the to, to this recording as we're recording it because she's on her phone and she thinks that I can't see it, but her glasses are giving her away because it's a glare. I know what you're talking about. Continue. <laughs> not today. Puts the phone down on the other side of the room. Um, okay, so... Um, I'm going to be pretty honest with you guys and you guys as in the listeners because Natalie already knows this and she's been kind of walking me through this, uh, I guess, struggle bus that I'm on. Um, The past few weeks have been pretty hard on me. Um, A lot has, I mean, a lot has changed. I feel like everyone says that, but nothing really has changed (laughs) other than Brian moving back home, which was huge. Um, and it's, it actually has been not a very big adjustment, like physically, as far as like space and getting used to each other. It was just more of like a mental thing that now I have to kind of account for someone else's time and presence and the time that they need for me. Um, cause being alone, you tend to, um, internalize a lot. And I turned to social media a lot because that was me reaching out. You know what I mean? Like it's, you ha- you're alone and it's quiet. So you just end up like recording more stuff on Instagram or, or whatever, spending more time on your phone. It's your way to connect with community. Yeah. Um, so with Brian moving back home, that was a big adjustment and, um, starting coaching. That was another adjustment and work right now has been kind of slow, which I mean, I'm thankful for my job. Um, but I've been really lacking purpose 
and I've been um, having a hard time finding motivation to do the things that I once really enjoyed doing, like being really organized, writing everything down in my agenda, doing my workout, cleaning my apartment, like reorganizing stuff, like all of that stuff I want to do, but I have zero like momentum to do it. Mm -hmm. It's hard for me to get up and, and do the things. It's hard for me to to do, to work out or to eat super healthy. Oh, and then I changed my diet completely. So that has thrown me as well. Um, my body is adjusting to carbohydrates again. And, um, and like everybody knows, once you take something out of your diet for so long and then you reintroduce it, it takes your body some time to adjust. And it actually does a lot to you, um, to your mood, to your overall mental state, like food is really powerful. And all of these changes have happened at once. Um, and in the coaching world, um, this weekend was our summit, which is like our huge yearly event that we go and it's a lot of leadership training. Um, we had Rachel Hollis speak and uh, Jade Simmons, which if you don't know who Jade Simmons was. I had no idea who she was. Um, she is a professional pianist, um, but she also raps and she's a motivational speaker and she uses the piano to connect with her audience. Uh, it's super cool. She was amazing. The speakers at our event were awesome. Um, but it was sh it, like the whole weekend was great. The summit experience was great. I just need to take a step away from that. Um, and I'm taking a radical sabbatical. <laughs> um, there's a lot of stuff that I need to work on, uh, on myself personally and mentally and physically and emotionally, uh, to be able to give everyone a, the best version of me, if that makes sense. No, it does. It's like having a relationship. It's like you've told me that before, you know, because Brandon and I, you know, this last year has been really challenging for us. Um, and, you know, at some point or another, I'll, I'll talk about that. But it's been a really tough year for us. And, you know, we've each had to go through that journey on our own and, you know, with the support of one another, of course. But everybody deals with things differently. Um, and, you know, you've told me that many times, you know, like mm -hmm. in order for you to be the best version of yourself for your partner, you got to be the best version of yourself for you. And that's no different with coaching. It's no different with friendships. It's no different with your professional career. Um, so it absolutely makes sense what you're saying, at least. Yeah. I actually, um, it's funny when things kind of align. Um, I get texts every day from, uh, shine text. You can find them on Instagram at shine text and no, this is not an ad because like, I wish we were sponsored by somebody. So if shine text wants to sponsor this podcast, please reach out. Um, but the text said, when we tap into why we're doing something, it's easier to get motivated and make moves. Today, find a connection between those big items on your to-do list and your purpose by asking, what about, insert task here, is important to me. The answer will unlock why you care and your focus. Wow. If that didn't hit the nail on the head for what I was, okay, you guys, literally, I'm going to be blunt. I'm going to be transparent. I had to tell Allie Dig yourself out of this hole and wipe those crocodile tears, baby girl, because ain't nobody got time for them when you're trying to hustle. And literally, like, this topic came up because I know Allie. I've known Allie for a very long time. And we are the same in the sense that we need to feel like we are contributing something, that we are helping people, that we are 
adding value into our relationships, whether it be our intimate relationships, whether it be our friendships, our professional relationships, like we give, give, give a lot of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And we give a lot of ourselves because we take a lot of satisfaction in, it makes us genuinely happy to see how we make other people happy. And, you know, this topic came up because Allie wasn't feeling that way. She wasn't. And I know her. I know her pretty damn well. And I was not having it. (laughs) I was not having it. As much as I will give you the benefit of the doubt and I will hold your hand and be there for you when you are hard, I will not have it when you are putting yourself down and saying you are not doing this X, Y, Z, you're not feeling this, you have no reason, no desire, blah, blah, blah. That's a pity party. And I'm not going to have it, especially knowing you and especially knowing what I know about you, which is you can get your shit together, but at the end of the day, it lives and breathes by you. Yeah. So this was the exact exercise that I told Allie to go through. We all have moments where we're down in a funk and that is totally understandable. My philosophy is though, if you want things to change at the end of the day, that lives and breathes by you. And the only way to get things to change in the direction that you want is to first sit down and have an honest conversation with yourself about why it is that you're feeling the way that you are feeling. And it's not easy. Those conversations are some of the hardest because it requires us to really dig deep and figure out what is driving us to feel like crap about ourselves or what is driving us to feel so sad that we feel like we can't pull ourselves out of a rut. And that means being vulnerable. That means opening up about what your feelings are. That means being in a place where you are identifying your weaknesses. And that is the hardest place to take yourself to because it's really frowned upon to be weak. It is. And we've talked about that on the podcast before, like feeling your emotions, like, ugh. Women are so emotional. Ah, like you're in a workplace, you you know you you lead by emotion, and that's like not a good thing. Ah, it's okay to like feel like you're not in a good place. Like that's normal. But the difference between people that stay there and the people that get out of there is when push comes to shove, what are they going to do about it? And yeah. this topic is three hundred percent derived from the conversation that I had with Allie about what she was going to do about it. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it was a very hard conversation. I don't like, um, I don't like crying. No. Mm, what am I trying to say? I cry a lot, <laughs> but I don't like crying. I don't enjoy it because it takes a lot out of me. Uh, I feel like a four-year-old when I do cry because I need time to recover from said cry. Um, but I called Natalie and it was, I, a lot has happened and I was feeling very disappointed, um, very disheartened. And I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I needed someone to be like to hug me or to like give me some tough love and Natalie gave me a little bit of both um which was great and I felt better today uh still not a hundred percent I mean these things take time to crawl out of the the hole I guess that you've found that you find yourself in or that you put yourself in because Sometimes we do these things to ourselves and sometimes it happens to us. But if things happen to you, that's again, we've talked about this, it's out of your control. You just kind of have to roll with the punches. 
Now on the other side, on the other hand or side or whatever English is, um, if you've put yourself in a position that makes you unhappy, you have two choices. You can either change, change your environment, change what you're doing, change whatever, or you need to own your decision and shut the fuck up and step the fuck up. Mm. Sorry for being so aggressive, but if you've chosen to to stay and and be upset or be in a situation in a relationship, in a friendship, in a job or whatever the hell it is, but you're not happy, that's on you and like you need to make the best of it. Mm-hmm. Right? Or you need that's damn it, that was my second point. But whatever. You need to accept it. You need to own that and you need to say, okay, like this is what I have to do to to own my decision. And I don't know, it's like level up, I guess, and to step up and and make the best out of it. Or you say, I don't like this. I don't want to be here. I don't like what this is doing to me. I don't like the person I'm becoming because of this. And you have to change. It's the same way. If you hate your job and you really, really hate it, then change it. Change your job. And I know someone's going to say, well, it's not easy for everyone to just quit their jobs. We're not saying just quit your job. Like that's being irresponsible. Mm -hmm. You need to come up with the game plan. You need to look for other jobs. You need to look for other relationships. You need to look for other friends. You need to look for a different community that is going to lift you up. Well, Um, I think, I think with the job thing, I think, and this is not actually, this is not just the job thing. This is just in general to this whole conversation, which is the whole like purpose, right? Mm -hmm. Like for me last year, I, I left what quite possibly could have been the dream job for me. Like that was a job that I wanted to be in as long as possible. I loved what we were trying to do. I loved like, you know, what kind of work we were producing and like the conversations that our work was encouraging for the organization that I worked for. Like I loved that job, but the environment that I worked in got very toxic over the course of two years to where we had a turnover rate of about close to a hundred percent within a two year span. And, you know, I worked very closely with my teammates to this day. They're some of my best friends um, and they're like my family. And to see how things were deteriorating, to see how things, how people were being treated, like that weighed on my heart more than I could ever possibly imagine. And it started changing me. It did. It started changing me. I started gaining a bunch of weight. I was stressed out all the time. I was working long hours all the time. Like I was responding to emails at 10 o'clock at night from the office, like getting home late to Brandon to the point where I couldn't even see Brandon anymore. You know, like I was changing. I went to work, felt miserable, felt super negative. I had no desire to go to my job, which I loved my job. Um, I started closing in, like not communicating with people, not having relationships with my colleagues because there's just such a toxicity in the air that no one felt like they could talk to each other. And I just remember I kept going back to work every single day. And I was like, I just feel like I'm just such a bitter person. Like, Mm -hmm. I just feel like I'm so negative. Like I have nothing good to say. Like everything's just bad, bad, bad. And on top of that, the days that I would get home early, because this is when we were still in school, mm-hmm. all I would do with Brandon is bitch about work. Like, just talk about how miserable I felt and all the drama that was going on. And I refused to do that to him. And I had to make a choice. And sometimes, like, when you guys, like, look inward at what's really driving you to feel certain ways, to feel like, you know, the world, weight of the world is on your shoulders and you have no way to get out, you need to have a core 
fundamental reason on why making a change is a beneficial decision in the long run. And for me, it was my family. It was Brandon. It was our fur babies. And I know you hate that term, Allie, but I'm going to say it. It was our fur babies. It was my health. Like there are just so many compounding variables that mattered to me more than a nine to five. And I left it. I left it. I had the most incredible leader that I directly reported to. And I told her, I said, you are not the problem here. I would work to the ground for you. And I absolutely, to this day, still stand by that. But there are other variables that were going on there that just made it unbearable. Yeah. And I was bringing that home to Brandon. Like that's, that for me, like I never want to put something like a job over my relationship because at the end of the day, jobs come and go. Brandon is my constant, like that's my home, you know, and I can't, I couldn't do it anymore. Like it was affecting us. Like I just felt miserable all the time. So, you know, if you're in a position like this, like you have to find the bigger reason that's driving you to make a change because that is what's going to remain constant at the end of the day, whether it be your, your family, whether it be your significant other, whether it be you know, maybe something tangible, like you want to, you want to get yourself out of debt. I don't know. Like, I don't know, but whatever it is, make it your main motivator to pursue the healthy changes that you need to make for yourself. And that requires a little bit of honesty on your part and, and acceptance of what is making you feel the way that you feel. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. Like, I hate doing laundry, guys. I freaking hate doing laundry. And, but I love a clean space. I really do love a clean space. And when Brian moved back, I think he noticed that I was getting lax in the cleanliness of our space. And the other day we were talking and I started crying again because I felt like, again, I'm not good enough. I, the effort that I'm doing isn't maybe being appreciated at work or like, I'm not feeling any sort of inspiration. Inspiration. Thank you. Thank you. Like I literally have nothing to say to anybody. And when that happens to me, I don't say anything at all. So when I was telling Natalie, and I'm going to come back to the laundry thing, just give me two seconds, guys. Um, I was telling Natalie, like, I have nothing to say. I have zero inspiration. I just feel like I'm kind of moving through my daily emotions. But yeah, I'm just going through the motions, waking up, go, like going to work, coming home, maybe working out. And I don't know. I don't know where my day goes. And that makes me so sad. And it takes away from everything else that I do. So, I mean, I used to have a clean apartment. Like laundry was always done. Kitchen was always clean. You know, the litters were always clean. Granted, the litters are still always clean, but like there's litter on the ground. And like, I, there, if you have a cat, like there's truly nothing that can help you with this unless you have a Roomba and I'm not buying one. So like the laundry was piling up and Brian was like, what's going on? You know, I mean, I'm not responsible for all the laundry, but it was pretty much all of my clothes piling up and spilling over. And I was like, this is a metaphor for my life right now. This is how I feel. Like there's so much weighing on me that I'm like spilling out crap, just giving people crap. You know, I'm doing a crap job. I I'm not connecting with my friends. I'm being mean. I'm being like spiteful. I'm, I'm bitter. I'm bitter. And I, and it all stemmed from this one thing that I'm not going to dive into. Maybe one day I will, but this one thing that happened and that's really like, it it was unexpected and I didn't really know how to like react like with it and how to deal with it. So I changed it and things are looking much better things are looking up and uh, my laundry is halfway done. So that's good. 
Um, but it was, it's truly like a metaphor. I, I, like the little bit that I did, it just felt like more was like compiling, you know? And instead of really focusing on the laundry or focusing on what the issue was, I just try, I kept trying to like pick at it, but it wasn't like the main problem. So it was still just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And then it was overflowing and it was making me really sad. And I'm a terrible friend when I'm sad because I have nothing left to give. I don't even have for myself. And, and the little bit that I do have, I give it out to people. So, and it's never for Brian. The little bit that I have left, I give to work or the people that I've met maybe through coaching or my friends in general. Like I give so much of myself to that, Mm -hmm. that I have nothing left for myself, let alone Brian. And he just moved back. And this is, you know, like I'm, I'm supposed to have a lot more to give to him because I see him every day now and I granted him like I'm very happy and I have to keep reminding myself that I am coming home to somebody that I'm not just coming home to an empty apartment. So I want to have that energy and you know, for him and guys, life is hard. Well, I think like, I think the most apparent manifestation of your emotional, your physical, and your mental well-being is your environment. And I tell this to Brandon all the time because I'm the type of person that when shit hits the fan, first thing to go is always the house. (laughs) Like, always the house. It really is. Like, dishes back up laundry backs up I mean it's con like all every time every 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 time and I'm really bad at that like I know I am Brandon is patient enough with me right now where he's majorly holding down the fort because I mean obviously like I'm I'm doing a lot right now like the podcast is one thing the business is another thing my actual nine to five is another thing planning a wedding that's another thing like all of those variables like they wear me down they really do and you know and then on top of that trying to take care of myself like going to the gym like maintaining my friendships like every little piece of energy that you give away is a piece of energy that you're also taking away from the people that matter and you know I get hmm this is like low-key making me really emotional because I'm really bad at this because I give, 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 give so much of myself. And, you know, I have been very, very lucky to find someone that understands that and is willing to help me give back to them by offloading me in some way. And, you know, I, I didn't have that before, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't have a, a, partner that was supportive and understanding that I'm, I'm doing everything, everything, every single fiber in my body is doing everything that I possibly can for my family. Because I want us to have a life of freedom in the future. And, you know, I had to have this conversation with my mom because my mom, you know, as polar opposite as we are some days, we're the same in the fact that like we're martyrs to the cause for our families, you know, and she is notorious for that too. And, you know, when I told her I was doing the business, she's like, is, is right now the best time to be doing that? You're doing a lot. And like, don't get me wrong. Like it's a completely reasonable question. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's totally reasonable. And, you know, I had a lot of concern doing it myself as well, but if not now, when? <laughs> if right. not now, when? And why not right now? Like, we don't have kids. I mean, obviously, we call our dogs for babies, but they're not a physical child. I know that making making you cringe. 
you know, we're young, we're able-bodied to do a lot right now. And there's a lot that I want to do before kids come into the picture to help set us up to have a better future when we do start a family. And if that means like some late nights, like some time away, you know, from friends and things, like I'm willing to do that because Brandon's my constant. And, you know, as much as I give to others, he is first and foremost my priority, you know? Yeah. And the person that I want to give the most to. So if you're in the position where you feel like you're being stretched thin, like you really feel like you're being stretched thin, like there's a, there's a fine line because every person's different. Like I understand that. Um, and not everybody has the capacity to handle things in the same manner. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I kind of lost my train of thought a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Like, if you're really stretched thin, like, if any of this is responding with you and you're really stretched thin, like, you might need to let some things go. Yeah. And recenter. Yeah, something has to give. Something like, has to give. Because if not, it's going to give in other areas. Like it's, You're going to get sick. You're going to gain weight or lose a bunch of weight. Uh, you can be taken – and that this is, this is why – Your boobs are going to go flat. Well, this is where I get really bad. <laughs> you know, Brandon, like I said, he's super supportive. But when I'm really stressed out, I take my energy out on him sometimes, my stress out on him, and that's not fair. Like, mm-hmm. and I have to – remind him like I- I'm sorry like this is not intentional like I just I want to get this done like I want to get this done because it has me stressed out like you know and he's so patient with me and you know thank God for that because I, I know I'm not easy some days and I like I said I grind till I can't grind anymore but it's because I have a bigger purpose to what I'm doing here and not mm-hmm. to help set us up for whatever life we can live in the future for sure so I get that it's 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 tough life and we don't even have kids guys I honestly don't know how moms handle it like I look at my mom and my dad and I'm I'm like I'm like blown away Mm -hmm. because like we moved here to the United States and um, I'm so thankful that my aunt was here kind of paving the way, you know, uh, my aunt has always been an entrepreneur. She's still an entrepreneur. That is something that is runs deep in her. Um, so without her, you know, we really um, couldn't have gotten a really good start here in the United States. And my parents, both of them worked their butts off. You know, my dad had two jobs. My mom had two jobs. Um, and my dad's been working since he could probably walk. And, like, if we ever, like, interview my dad on the podcast, I can't wait for him to tell you all the little jobs he's had from, like, delivering bread to low-key hustling sugar, water, ice cubes as candy when he was little. Like... I'm just so amazed at how much energy parents have and I'm so thankful for them and I try to like take a different perspective in my life and I'm like, you have so much going for you. You know, you have a great job, you have a car, you have um, a significant other that loves you and is there for you and... Wait, 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 wait a what? second. What? Allie. What? Knowing your parents, they weren't hustling for a car or for a job or for a house. Those things are really important, but they weren't hustling for those no, no, things. No, 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 no. I know that, but I'm just saying like, I have a lot to be thankful for in my life that's going right that like 
some of the little things that like I blow up about or like I freak out about are like nothing in like the grand scheme for the greater good, right? Like the grand scheme of life, like they're mm-hmm. minor. And so I have to really keep myself in check before freaking out about nothing. Uh-huh. And then I have to, and then I think about like what my parents went through, like having to learn a completely different culture, having to learn, you know, like fully learn English and um, having my aunt to, to lean into was amazing. And, you know, my grandparents stayed at our house to help with me. And I mean, we moved to the United States because Peru was getting real ratchet and, um, they wanted a better life for, for themselves and for me. And they wanted me to go to college and they wanted me to become a doctor. And like, obviously that didn't happen. Um, but I, for the, they've always wanted what was best for me. Because you were their purpose. Correct. And so now I need to have a baby so I can have purpose. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Well, I mean, like, in like, I'm I'm just kidding. Like, I'm not having a baby right now. Everyone everyone who just peed themselves a little, just stop. You kind of brought up a really good point, though, and like a weird, like, like, fake baby bomb news kind of like circumvented way but like you brought up a really good point are we having a baby no god first of all i'm I'm gonna quibble something really quick and then i'll get into what i was about to say people need to stop thinking that i'm going to drop a pregnancy bomb via a text message via a podcast conversation i just bit my lip no when we had brutus Brandon and I sent a text message saying to our friends, we have big news because we bought a Mastiff, hence the big, and like 90% of them were like, you're pregnant. And I'm like, really guys? Like, you think I'm going to tell you that we're pregnant via text message? Okay. Hold on. I know. Natalie Natalie says this, right? Her and Brandon both messaged me once out my Instagram story I posted like this girl holding up a pregnancy test and it was like it said something like I don't even know what it said but it literally didn't say pregnant or not pregnant it just said some some shit and they're both like oh my god I thought I, I'm so nervous I can't even fucking talk they both said I thought this was a pregnancy announcement and I'm just like are you serious like you two are like my best friends and I'm gonna tell you via Instagram story I didn't even tag you in it <laughs> Like, I would at least tag you in it. That's completely reasonable. I mean, that's the least I could have done. Okay, well, pregnancy, fake pregnancy announcements aside, the point that I was going to make was, it's okay if your purpose changes. Oh, your why. Your why, your your quote-unquote why, changes. Yes. ever-evolving because you are ever-evolving. If it didn't, you would still be four years old and your purpose would be to eat dirt. Well, like, we joke about that, but, like, honestly, like, it's worth saying because I feel like some people are afraid to accept the fact that they're evolving and the fact that they're changing, their needs are changing, like, they're desires and goals and things are changing like people are afraid of people are afraid of change but they're in general but they're mostly afraid when change is directly related to them and it's it's okay like it's it's really okay like if you were the same person that you were 10 years ago 15 years ago like I would be a little concerned about that because you have to go through phases to evolve yourself that come from your experiences that you're going through. If you are the same person today that you were 10 or 15 years ago, you need to broaden yourself a little bit, in my opinion, because things are placed in front of us. Experiences are placed in front of us to force us to evolve. And if you don't go through those experiences, you're missing out on a lot of opportunities to develop key skills that you need to carry you through 
the rest of your life. Like, Allie, we've talked about this. Like, we've talked about this. Like, when you, when you and Brian, like, first, first, like, really started living apart, like, truly long distance, like, oh my god, that was really hard for you. And it's, and that was really hard for me, too. Like, when my ex and I broke up, that was the, that was the first time that I had ever fully lived by myself. And it wasn't even fully, because I had Maisie. If I didn't have Maisie, Maisie does not count. But I had, I still had something there that wasn't just me. Like, even if it was a dog. But coming to terms with that, that was such a moment. Like, I remember calling my mom after we broke up just crying. And it wasn't even, like, really, don't get me wrong, the breakup was really sad. But I was more crying from the anxiety of being forced to be by myself. I had never had that experience before, ever. I had always lived with people in college. I've always been around my family. And for the first time in my adult life, I was 300% by myself. And my mom, you know, like I said, we butt heads a lot. But there are times that she says things to me that just stand out. And in this moment, this was one of them. She told me, she's like, she's like, not. She's like, I hate to say this, but I'm going to say it anyways. This is something that you need to learn how to do. You need to learn how to be by yourself because when your husband comes down the path, when you marry the right person in the future, there may be a time in your life again where you will be by yourself. And that gets really dark. That gets really dark because she was referring to death and that's really heavy. Oh my God. That's one of Natalie's top fears. If you no, 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 no. But it, 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 it really is. It really is. But for some reason, like, I was okay hearing that in that moment. Like, mm-hmm. death scares the shit out of me. But how it was packaged to me, like, if I don't learn how to handle this now, whenever the right person comes down the road, and whenever we have a family, and God forbid I were to lose them before I go out, I am going to be able to better handle that situation because I have faced loneliness before. And that's not anything that I thought I would like be okay with at such a young age, but that's what I was tasked to learn how to do. I was tasked to learn how to be by myself. And you know what? I have said this to you after hearing that the next year, that was the best time for me. Because I learned how to do things for me. And I hadn't done that in a really, really long time. Like, I really hadn't. And I learned how to be there for me, to handle my business, to handle my money, my finances, get my shit together. That way, and I got it together in that way, when the right person came down the road, I would be ready. And the only reason why they would be coming into my life was not because I needed them to support me but because they were the right person for me. Right. And that was a hard lesson to learn, but I thank God every day that I learned it. Because when Brandon came into my life, I was ready. I really was ready. And I felt like I was together for myself and I could give all of myself to him because of that. Mm -hmm. So it's okay to evolve. It's okay to be uncomfortable. It's okay to be in unsettling positions that make you question, why am I doing this? Like, what is the bigger purpose to this? That is okay. If you're not asking yourself these questions, like if there are things that you're doing that are not adding any value to your life anymore, and sometimes there are things that we've been doing for a really, really long time, like you're your job you love your job but it's not giving you any sort of purpose or any sort of meaning or you're not getting the same feelings that you got from it that you once were reevaluate that mm-hmm. and see if you need to make a change because it's okay to change there's nothing wrong with that changing us allows us the opportunity to evolve and you ev- evolving is one of the best things about life because you don't have to be static. Humans are not meant to be static creatures. We're meant to be dynamic. We're meant to do the things that add value and passion to our lives. 
we did right. the same things every single day, which don't get me wrong. If you like routine, that's okay. That's fine. But if like, it's not giving you some sort of joy, then it's okay to make moves away from that task, job, whatever it is. I agree 100%. Um, and on the evolving topic, um, whenever I was like freaking out and talking to Brian, he like, I was like, I just feel so childish for crying over like something so stupid, you know? And he was like, first of all, Allie, you've cried over dumber things. <laughs> and I'm like, cats. I'm, I'm um, cats are not dumb. Well, in the grand scheme of things, cats are not dumb. Dead cats are not dumb. Okay, no, that's really sad. But I'm saying, like, just crying at a random cat video in the grand scheme of what we're talking about. Oh, okay, it's yeah, dumb. It's small. It's small. It's small. It's not okay. dumb. It's small. Okay, small. Um. So he's like, Allie, I've known you for almost all of your twenties. I met you when you were twenty-two. Like you've changed so much. You've matured so much. And now you know what you want. Mm -hmm. What you want out of certain things. Granted, I'm only 27. So there's still way a lot of time for me to continue to change, continue to mature. Or as my high school band director would say, mature. so still a lot for me to learn, but he's like, don't like, don't discredit yourself. Don't, don't make anything that you've accomplished smaller than what it is because you've changed so much and you've gotten so much better at the things that you're doing. You know, um, people tell you, you know, all the time how much you mean to them and, and how much value you're adding. And that's not like, I'm not bragging. And, and, and it's not even like a lot of people. Okay. Like sometimes you really need to hear from other people like that they're thankful for you. And if you feel that way about somebody like text them, Mm -hmm. call them, say, Hey, I know we haven't spoken in a little bit, but I thought of you today and I just wanted to see how you were doing. Like you add value. You, whoever is listening, you add value to a lot of people's lives, whether it's something small that you did. If you brought them breakfast, if you brought them coffee, if you were there when they really needed somebody to talk to, whether, or you were there when something really big in their life happened and you were just a shoulder to cry on. You add value and don't make yourself seem smaller than you know what you're doing mm-hmm. um or than who you are or whatever um but i want to start maybe like a little challenge um for those of you out there that are maybe lacking a little bit of purpose a little bit of energy or some steam steam is that even the right word steam yeah, that works if you need a boost uh, let's maybe think of like a challenge net and then we can post it in Instagram on in oh, I can't even talk on Instagram. Sorry guys, I'm like so exhausted. Who knew this conference was literally gonna leave me dead on the side of the road? Like Yeah, you probably should have taken one more day, honestly. <laughs> I feel like a crusty burnt potato chip. <laughs> I really like love burnt potato chips. No, but like the little one that's like really brown and that that's, like if you if you eat it, it like leaves a really bad taste in your mouth. Like that's what I feel like. That's literally my favorite one from the back. And this is why we're best friends. Oh my God. Um, so yeah, maybe we'll start like a little challenge, like what your goal is for the next 30 days. Um And then you can post it to the Facebook group if you've accomplished it for that day or what it is. And we can kind of keep each other accountable. Um, We're just trying to stay motivated, people. And it could be so tiny. It could be waking up at my first alarm and not hitting snooze 10 times. Story of Natalie. Natalie. (laughs) It could be... Oh, is that a direct dig at me? That's absolutely my daily routine. (laughs) Like... 
it could be, you know, I want to read 15 minutes a day. It could be, I want to drink a lot of water, which I resurrected my water challenge. So if you're not participating, oh. drink up. Oh my gosh, the reusable water bottle. You know, Brandon messaged me about it and he was like, yeah, tell her to clean it too. <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, we just want to find a little bit of energy, a little bit of momentum. We have six months left in the year, guys, six months, and we're going to be in 2020. Mm. My 10-year high school reunion is this year and I'm not going, so don't fucking ask me. I'm not going. I'll be your plus one. No, you don't want to go either. Trust me. <laughs> I don't even know I'm not going. Honestly. Uh, they've been planning it and it's it's not looking like I'm ever going to be there again. So. Vero getting turned up. Yep. You know, like some of the people that are in the, in the group, in like the Facebook group, I'm like, do I even know you? <laughs> like, were you even in my class? None of the people that I know are communicating in this Facebook group. Mm. I also feel like I'm not cool enough to be with like the cool kids and I'm not smart enough to be with like the people that went to like Harvard or like the Ivy Leagues in my high school. So I'm just like in that awkward middle group that like doesn't get invited to either party. <laughs> That's so mean girls where she's I, the cool Asians and then like the nerdy Asians. Yeah, no, but seriously, <laughs> like they're like, there's a specific, there's like a very clear divide and like, I'm not in either. I'm like in between. So like, you know what? I'm going to have my own 10 year high school reunion with me and me <laughs> and Harry Potter. <laughs> so <laughs> hashtag Hufflepuff. You're more than welcome to come to my high school reunion. I'll let you know where it is. But anyway. Anyway, back to the challenge. More water, waking up on time, not hitting snooze 10 times, maybe reading a, reading a book, doing your workout. If you want to work out three to four times a week, five to six times a week, whatever your prerogative is, put it in our Facebook group. That means you have to go to Facebook and that means you have to answer or put your thing up, put your post up and let us know how it's going for you because- we are going to try and set goals for ourselves, Natalie. Listen, I got a dress to fit into in four months. That's my goal for the next four months. What are you wearing next weekend? Oh, the black dress. That's right. You did send me oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I, what am I wearing this weekend? <laughs> Literally, a spark just like diffused in my mind. For I have two dresses in my mailbox that I need to pick up, and I'm really hoping they zip because. If, you're, if you've listened, you know that I have broad shoulders. So if you need a couch move, I can put one on one and then carry your child on the other. Mm. So let me know if you need your house, if your couch moved. And also I have a really wide rib cage. So I can hold my breath for a really long time, which is not great because then it makes my shoulders broader so and it makes me wider. So then nothing fits. Um, so basically hit up Allie in case you want to see like some contortion going on <laughs> and she's got you for you. Seriously, guys, whatever your goals are, put it in the Facebook group. All right. We're going to create a post. We're going to do the whole do, 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 <laughs> do the do. And we really want to hear what your goals are because honestly, like I really thrive off other people doing things with me. And so does Natalie. She's just on her phone again. No, I'm fixing the nail clipper that I broke. <laughs> With her crusty ass witch nails. They are not that bad. Anyways, we're getting off topic. Let's not. not Natalie's bad. goal is to keep her toenails short <laughs> and not break nail clippers. It's waiting until the wedding. Anyways, all right, Allie, where can people find us? You guys comment on the Facebook group. We really want to hear from you guys per usual. We want to know your goals and goals. how you're going to tackle them because I didn't get to finish my statement. Natalie and I are both very motivated when other people do things with us. Yes. Like this podcast, when you guys write in, we love it. Whether it's a quibble, whether it's like, hey, I like your eyeball. Hey, I like what you said three episodes ago. 
hey, don't ever say that shit again. Like, we really like it when you guys write in and when you participate in our polls and in our interactive assignments, which this is going to be one. We really love it. We really love you guys. And we are very thankful that you guys tune in every week. So with that being said, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and now iHeartRadio. So tell your mama, tell your mama's mama, tell your mama's mama's mama, mama, that we are available on all those platforms. And also you can find us at our website, which is my not so balanced life podcast.podbean.com. I feel like I messed that up. No, you got it. You nailed it right on the head. And right. if you are feeling so inclined, anything that we encourage the most on this podcast is to leave us a good little review on Apple Podcasts. Because why? Because that helps us to be found by other folks. And if you really love us and really want to promote us, def leave a review and a little five star rating. Anything less than five, like guys, just give us the chance to fix it. DM us, give us some feedback. If you don't like us, just stop listening. <laughs> no, 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 like we want you to listen, but like just like let us know what's like really irking you, and we'll. Tr- no, we'll no, try. but like if it's us, like oh. if it's like I don't like you, well, sorry, gotcha. it's unfiltered. It's unfiltered real talk for men and women. So, hey, and if you. Want to sponsor us, whoever you are? Also, let us know. Don't be creepy. Don't be creepy pasta because I will block you and report your ass. All right, well, this is getting aggressive. Anyways, you guys, t- uh, tune in every single Tuesday for new episodes, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.